there, and welcome to a very special episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow podcast from East Lake Tri Cities Church in Richland, Washington. My name is Brent, and with me is my friend Megan. Hi, everyone. And uh, we are pumped that you're here. Uh, it is post Thanksgiving. It is. It is uh, uh, almost December. We're like on the on the precipice. It is the <laughs> end of the trimesters in the school district. Well, in Pasco. In Pasco. They're the only that's district that does trimesters in our area. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> you heard me correctly. And so that means my school, kids don't have school tomorrow. Uh, and I, But I think that my wife might. I don't know how this is going to work out. I just Uh-oh. thought about this. Yeah. I might have to go. I think no. you are um, watching the kids. I might, they might be coming to church. Yeah. Go, uh, go to work with dad day. <laughs> Play on the Xbox all day and do their thing. So uh, they have been coming. And Grayson comes into me in the mornings, early oh, okay. on Sunday mornings. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, dad, can you wake me up at 530? I'm like, you wake up every morning at 530. I yeah. don't need you to wake you up. So. He comes and uh, he plays in the uh, in the room by himself, mm-hmm. and they've been playing uh, Harry Potter on the okay. uh, Xbox. And they got to the spot where they have to fight against uh, he who shall not be named. Ooh. And so they've been saying, "Dad, can can you help us fight the he sh- who shall not be named?" Like they keep <laughs> they keep asking me for help. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm not gonna help you out. You're asking the wrong. Person. Yeah, wrong person, man. <laughs> But how was your Thanksgiving, Megan? It was really good. Yeah? Yeah, my sister and her family came from Tacoma. Nice. Um, And, yeah, just hung out, watched you the dog show. You cooked something. I made mashed potatoes. How did they turn out? They Pretty good. Nice. My mom actually started, like, it was like a group effort because I forgot something at my house right when I started. Like, I remember that I forgot something at my apartment right when I started making the mashed potatoes. So, like, I ran back and got that. And then she ended up kind of making it, but... It's okay. But I made mashed potatoes and I made ice cream and then I bought like a bagged salad to contribute. You were mocking me last week because you were asking me like, what do I bring to the table? <laughs> and I said, I open wine and I also had a beverage. Yeah, you made a cocktail. I saw a great. picture. It looked really fancy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I posted that to our staff Slack channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also did not know this when we talked recorded last week but i went hunting on tuesday morning okay and got uh, a couple of ducks okay and i did duck i did duck poppers what? well i mean so my dad helped he <laughs> i killed them and cleaned them and i did all that and then he uh-huh. kind of pieced the, the stuff together but yeah, we had yeah. duck poppers and they that's were, exciting uh, that's what i brought to the table and they were fantastic it's a perfect go. little appetizer there to everything go. so that's good. uh we had two dead ducks in our garage <laughs> and they were on our garbage can and i i did that purposely because I had come home and then I had to come here for something right away. And mm-hmm. so it was, uh, uh, we were decorating theater and all this kind of stuff. So they were in there when the kids got home. Oh, no. And so, uh, so they, they, uh, they saw them and did, you know, they love to touch their eyeballs and like to Ew. just feel them and I don't know, do weird <laughs> stuff. Right. And so then, um, Clive, uh, who just turned four, uh, just started asking me, what's their names, dad, dad, what's oh, their no. names? <laughs> I'm like, well, we don't name animals that we just kill. <laughs> But I said, uh, the first one is pop, and the last one's purr. That's the second one's purr. So you'd be like, pop, purr. Yep, that's what they are, buddy. So that was the, that was the fun, fun spot for that. Uh, but we had a great time. We uh, hosted on Thursday with my, with my in-laws nice. uh, and my wife's family. And then we went over to my parents' house on Friday. And nice. then we went up into the woods on Saturday and cut down a tree. And it's currently half lit in our, in our living room because half of our like lights it. don't work. Nice. And uh, so I'll be is stopping by Ace on the drive home. Or the bottom. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part is we started from the top, uh-huh. uh, which I think I don't I'm not 100% sure why we did that, but we did. Well, because then you theoretically you plug it in at the bottom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that you why? You could also like go up the other way. So it really, I don't know. Uh, okay, then I don't know. Um, 
but anyways, yeah. So then we our first string was great, uh-huh. and then our our second string was not so great. Uh-huh. Um, and so those things are so disposable now, man. I feel so bad. I'm like, this is going to landfill, but I do not have the time. I'll give you ten minutes. I will try and fix two fuses, and if you expect me to go through and check every bulb, I'm out, man. Four dollars, five dollars, whatever these strings of lights are. Sorry, do landfill. Do you just do white lights on your tree? Yeah, okay. basic, man. I'm I'm just basic. Yeah. It's not Is that much. for the so it looks pretty, you know, just to give it a little bit of yeah. light. I okay. don't know. No, I mean, like as opposed to like having colored bulbs. Uh, yeah, I think the white is just a general like it's not clash. I don't know. We've always okay. just done white. Okay, the kids do red bulb. You know, red, white, and blue are all they're different colors upstairs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, you have a, we have tree a kids upstairs. tree upstairs yeah. when they, when they come home from school with like their crappy ornaments and you're like, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm you made this. Uh, <laughs> Make sure you stick in school if you're making that. I'm just kidding. They're, they're cute. They're pl- clay plasters of hands. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, those go on the tree upstairs. Okay, and then it. the downstairs ones are uh, actual ornaments. Nice. So did you uh, get any Christmas stuff up yet? Nope. Nothing? Nope. Are, is, that, is it on the radar? Is it happening? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I have some like outdoor lights that I sometimes put on. We'll see okay. if when that happens. And then I have a little like teeny tiny baby tree that sometimes moves to my apartment. But most of my Christmas stuff is still at my parents because that's where I do Christmas. Yeah. So yeah. I don't like hardcore decorate. So I do have a, a quick funny story about that. <laughs> okay. About lights on the house. Okay. Uh, because uh, Kylie on Wednesday mm-hmm. um, decided that she wanted to put lights on the house. And I was like, great. I've got a few errands. I got to run to get stuff done. And then I'll be back and we can do it. And she's like, I'll just get started on it. Uh, I was like, whatever, okay? And and, and she said, uh, wh- where do you start? And I'm like, right at the garage. There's a little plug. You start there. You move. You go left from there. Mm-hmm. So I get home, and, well, no, I get a text while I'm – I can't even remember where I'm at. I get a text, <laughs> hey, can you come hold the ladder? I need to get down. And what? I'm like, And I'm like, I'm not even here right now. No, I, I can't. And, and she was trying to get a hold of London because oh, our okay, phones yeah. are synced, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then uh, I get home. And not only did she not plug them in the right spot, but she had gone she had, she had gone up on the <laughs> roof, uh, in the most awkward, difficult spot oh, no. possible. And I um, this is my fault. I forgot to tell her that we always borrow our neighbor's ladder because our ladder is uh, only six feet and whoops. hers is eight or nine feet. Yeah, and so like. From a safety standpoint, uh-huh. you shouldn't be attempting this at six feet. And even if you are, you should do it in this one spot. This is the one spot that's, like, decent. Mm-hmm. And she was on, like, the wing of the house. And <laughs> she's, I came home, and and, and uh, I'm like, what's the ladder doing over here? She's like, well, that's what I got up and went down. I said, like, what are you doing? With? That's crazy. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I thought so. The neighbors were like, Kylie, are you sure you're okay up there? <laughs> and, and she's like, it was fine, but it was definitely a little rough. And she, like, showed me her shin. Oh, and it's, no! like, bleeding all over. I'm like, good grief, girl. You're crazy. Oh, so, no. Yeah, but Safety first. You know what? She did a good job. She's really wanted those lights up, and we they got up. We got them up. So, babe, if you're listening, you did a fantastic job. Those lights were straight, and you are much braver than I going up on our roof with a six-foot ladder because I know she was standing on that top step, the one that says in Do big, not bright, stand. bold letters, yeah. don't step on this. Yeah. Not a step. Yeah. There's no way she's getting up there at five and a half feet. You know uh, what I mean? So, anyways, <laughs> that was our Thanksgiving week. It was fun. Uh, it was great. We had some good. family in town. I got to meet my sister's boyfriend. Ooh. Yeah, who showed up in camo pants. Is this your pants youngest sister? And a Carhartt jacket. And I was like, you belong on the east side. What are you doing living on the <laughs> Wait, west what side? Was, 
I only heard Carhartt jacket. Oh, okay. Camo pants. Okay, got it. And a Carhartt jacket. Like, <laughs> looked like he came in from Washington or Eltopia. <laughs> and he's from, like, Bothell or Seattle. <laughs> are you lost? What are you doing? <laughs> Did you stop at a thrift store halfway in town to uh, mix in? Win, yeah. Win in Rome? <laughs> Wanted to mingle. Yeah. He was great, though. It was fun. Well, good. Yeah. Uh, he, she's my second young, uh, like, okay. second youngest. Got it. So. Yep, that was fun. Lots of games. Taught them our six nipped game. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> just like to say that Did word. Did you stick it to any of them? Yeah, stick it, <laughs> stick it to dad. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember who was bad at that game. My dad was pretty bad early on setting some records. Um, but it was uh, fun. We had about 10 people, and so that's the max you can play with. Okay, yeah. And uh, it's just a game of chance at that point. Yeah, so yeah. I say that because I started losing once we ah, had 10 Ah, I see, I see. If it's like four people, I can usually pull out the win, but... Uh, it gets a little bit more random. The variables oh get a little Lord. bit greater <laughs> when it gets a little bit higher. So uh, that's your story, and you're sticking that's to it. That's the story. Hey, Sunday we uh, finished off our series the long way around. Sunday was also Communion Sunday, which yes, I remembered was. about halfway through my sermon. <laughs> we had talked about it at staff meeting, like all that stuff. The team uh-huh. was on it. Um, I got here on Sunday morning. Uh, I've got Grayson with me. I'm trying to, you know, teach him Voldemort, whatever, and I'm trying to. Get all some of the kids stuff ready. We hadn't. It was kind of a weird short week because yeah. of the holiday and everything mm-hmm. else. And so there are a few things that usually I do on like a Wednesday or Thursday that just got pushed back. And so mm-hmm. we showed up extra early to do all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that was not on my radar was it's communion, and uh-huh. I need to get some trays ready with some little cups and stuff, uh-huh. you know. Uh, and so I'm I am up there, and <laughs> during first service, it hits me. Yeah, the moment I say "Welcome to part five of our series" and the conclusion, and Literally in the first 10 seconds of me talking, I'm going, I don't have communion supplies. And I have not talked to the band once about making sure that we're good to go on coming up. No less than three times during first services talk is my mind racing, trying to figure out how do I send a message to the band or to the staff or Megan specifically? I need somebody to go grab some things for me. I know. That's not having telekinesis would have really come in handy. So I literally, I closed in prayer. And then I saw the band beginning to move to come to the front. So uh-huh. I go, okay, so they're on it. So yep. we're in sync here. Now what I need to do is uh, like release everybody to get, kind of go do their thing. And then I need to sprint to the storage room <laughs> and get the communion supplies. Uh-huh. And I walk towards the back to go do that. And I was like walking fast, but I didn't want to sprint to kind of reveal yeah, uh-huh. my hand. Uh, and I see Paul Osborne there, and he's already got a tray. You guys had yep. already figured out because yep. you guys. Well, are I came down me. maybe like five minutes into your talk, and I don't know. I was like, "Oh, it's the last talk," and I like leaned over. I happened to sit next to Lauren. I leaned over and I was like, "Are we doing communion today?" And she was like, "Yeah, maybe." <laughs> and I and then I looked at the table and I was like, "Uh oh, there isn't anything there." And I was like, "There's nothing there." So Lauren and I rushed upstairs and got it all out. But we also need to get more communion supplies. Well, so. okay. <laughs> were you in second service? Well, I was part of figuring out that we did not have enough for second did, service. Were you there at the end, though, when it happened? I, I kind of heard it on the monitor, like, up oh in the lobby. Oh, my gosh. But... It was fantastic. Lauren comes up and well, hands me no, a note. No, I know, because I was like, Did okay, you type it up? No, I didn't type it up. I was like, how are we going to, what are we going to do? Something's, maybe it's my phone. Oh, it's my phone is making noise. I don't know what happened. <laughs> what are you watching there, Megan? I have no idea. You click on an ad? Oh, uh, I think I clicked on a story for my uh, oh, something okay. interesting. I, I heard it too. I thought it was downstairs. So did I. All right. Go um, ahead. Anywho, distraction. Andrew, edit that out. <laughs> that never works. Um, but I, I, Aubrey comes up and is like, um, there's only like 
50 communion yeah. things left. Yeah, this box that forever yeah. I have said. <laughs> it's going to last. We have so much, guys. <laughs> I like, The last time I looked in that, there were like 300 communion cups. Yeah. I don't know what happened since then. I don't know if like kids are going in there and just like downing these things. I doubt that. I doubt that too. <laughs> Maybe I've, we've just done more communion than I can remember. Yeah, it's it's wild to me. <laughs> it's wild to me that we're almost out of them. No, we, well, I mean, yeah. Um, and then and then I was like, well, what if we had like couples share or something like or something weird like that? Yeah. And then we was like, well, we need to tell Brent somehow. And Lauren and Aubrey kind of look at each other, and I was like, all right, you guys figure that out. And then so instead of handwriting a note. Oh, I didn't know it was typed. They went to a computer and <laughs> typed it and printed it. That was the craziest thing. I didn't know it was typed. So I get a typed note <laughs> as as they're walking on the stage saying, we don't have enough for everyone. We're 12 <laughs> short. You guys had done the math yes, on counting had. the people. We're 12 short. So if you weren't in second service, you heard, you, you know, this is what happened. So then I get up and I go, hey, this is fun. Uh, 12 of you don't get communion today. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, you deserve it. No, I'm just kidding. I said, you know. You said something about short nails because you can't open them yeah, anyway. Yeah, if you've cut your yeah. fingernails recently, you can't open this thing anyway. So just stop. You know, just don't take it, you know. Uh, and it was so funny to watch people be so nervous to be one of the ones to go up and take it. <laughs> we only had about 12 people take yeah. communion. <laughs> We had 30 things left over. Uh, we were supposed to be 12 short. We had, I don't know, 100 people, 80 people in the auditorium. Something no. Like, it was less than that probably. It was 68. Say, oh, you got the number, 68. <laughs> 68 people. So, and we, uh, I honestly, I think we have 20 something left over. Yeah. And we, uh, we Because everyone was nervous because they didn't want to like, you know. We typically have upwards of 95% participation in communion. I know, which is why we were worried because we I were like, get it. maybe, well, we were like, oh, well, maybe 12 people just won't get it. And then Aubrey's like, I don't know, a lot of people participate. 100% of people in first service did. Yeah. That and was so not even a question. I was like, oh, you're right. A lot, most people do participate. So we have to f- tell people somehow. Because how awkward would it be to be like the plate holder up there and then the like last 12 people come up and there is no communion for them. You're you're the the next one. You're the first one to not get any. Yeah. like Uh, The uh, the body of Christ, not for you. No, we've run out. That has been broken for some of you. It's a a very Calvinistic church. You're not part of the elect. You Mm. do not partake in the communion oh my gosh uh, what a day yeah what a morning it yep. was but we did finish off our series we did we finished long the story on Daniel. <laughs> no kidding i just wanted to give context to people <laughs> if they thought that that was like some weird play or man that's a kind of a weird way to illustrate a point not at all just uh, i did really, at one point when it's we a holiday were... week if you couldn't tell it was a holiday week and we weren't in the office wednesday thursday or friday uh, um, there you go. So I did at one point be like, maybe we could just pray and it'll be some sort of fishes and loaves. Oh, situation. I should have done that. That's a great joke. Where were you, Megan? I said it in the office. Oh, that would have been hilarious. You know what? Here's what we're going to do real quick before we do this. Oh, uh, that's too funny. So, yeah. Uh, so we finished off our story of Daniel. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, uh, the actual process of him being kind of put in, the, in, a, in a box, painted into a corner, both Daniel and the king, really, um, in terms of some of the laws that were going down and, and some of his words and his desire and his, you know, commitment to be able to say, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to attempt to control outcomes. I'm going to do what I know I need to do. 
and uh, and let it ride and, and see where kind of things take me uh, and Darius's response to that and the point of it being that the moral of the story is not oh wow you know do this and God will save you from the lions uh, the point of the story is the, or the highlight of the story the win of the story was Daniel choosing to take a stand knowing probably in advance this is definitely going to cost me but choosing to do it anyways so he won before he ever got saved from mm-hmm. the lions mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a a, a great thing. Um, I was reading uh, something yeah uh, this week on um, called the Narnian. It's a biography of C.S. Lewis. We're, okay. we're, we just started um, reading some of the Chronicles of the Kids. Okay, yeah. Reading through like out loud and as kind of like Advent sort of mm-hmm. deal with them. So, anyways, uh, in that first book, The Magician's Nephew, which is the first in the series, technically, and, you know, I don't want to get into it, but um, <laughs> there's a uh, a kid named Diggory who's at somebody's house because his mom is sick. And in okay. his biography of C.S. Lewis, um, his mom died when he was a C.S. young... C.S. Lewis's mom? Yeah, in, in real life. Like, um, she died at a young age. And so a lot of his life was spent trying to fill this void about losing his mom at a young age and watching his dad kind of shift, the, you know, go through that emotional turmoil of that and then also just not really connect well with the boys, sending them off to boarding school. You know, like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, it was a hard deal. Um, And so when he sits down to write this story about this kid who lost his mom, you know, this this guy who wrote this biography, uh, Alan Jacobs, is saying perhaps... He sees like he sees himself a lot mm-hmm. in Diggory as this kid, and in the story, Diggory is going to go into Narnia Land and find this apple that's going to you know provide all of these. It's got ma- it's a magic apple that mm-hmm. provides healing, um, and the witch is trying to uh, convince him to bring it back to her, mm-hmm. and uh, or. Um, to misuse it, to go take it back to your mom, go go heal your mom with this healing apple, even though Aslan the lion has told you to bring it back to him. And he, in the end, makes the decision uh, to take the the apple back to the lion, knowing full well he you know he could go back and take it and, and help his mom out. Uh, and then there's like this fantastic conversation between the lion and uh, and Diggory, where uh, you know I think you know, there's this like this doing you're doing the right thing. Um, sometimes you can take something that's good and and f- try and control outcomes and fix things, uh, and it doesn't quite work out the way that you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And even if it did, and, and, then, and then the kid says, "Would the magic have worked?" And Aslan says, "Yes, the magic would have worked, but it it wouldn't have turned out the way that you wanted it to." Mm-hmm. Like there's there's more to happiness than simply the succession or the the continued existence of biological life, mm-hmm. right? It wouldn't have been what you wanted it to be. Um, and so, and he looks up and there's like tears in the lion's eyes or whatever like that. And then, mm-hmm. and then Aslan gives him another apple and the kid takes it home and heals his mom, mm-hmm. but, and which is so like, it's a good story cause it's for kids. It's got to mm-hmm. end positively. And, um, and in that, uh, that thing, it was, uh, I think, uh, you know, Alan Jacobs would say a lot of C.S. Lewis working this out. He never got the apple to save his mom. Like his mom actually did end up passing. Um, but the story of, choosing what was right not trying to control outcomes just as i'm reading that and i'm and i know that i'm talking about dan or just had just talked about this like this whole thing with daniel too at the end you're just like man that's that's it like this is that's what's happening in this story as well so anyways i thought it was a, a an interesting standout yeah for uh, sure. piece for it so c.s lewis is quality so you can always find something super quality <laughs> Yeah. What yeah. anything else stand out for you? Um, I think for me, I had I liked the your line about Daniel had already won as well. Um, 
And then just thinking about like, why are you making the decisions that you make? Are you making them because you like, this is what you've been doing all along. This is the thing that you're walking towards, working towards, um, to build your character, to keep your, maintain your integrity, or are you making it for some other reason? Um, and I think the other line you, or the other quote you had, I don't remember the person who it was though, but, um, we don't make decisions necessarily based on right or wrong, but we make decisions based on what we're afraid of losing. Um, and so I think that was the other thing for me of like, why are you making the decision? What are you afraid of losing? And I think that's really true. Like when I look at my life or when I look at other people, and I think a lot of people can resonate with that of like, are you making choices because that's the right choice to make or because that's the healthy choice to make? Or are you making that choice because you don't want to lose something? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and why are you so afraid to lose that thing? What about it makes you not want to lose it? And is it really that valuable to keep? Is it something you really need to be holding that tightly to? Um which again goes into that trusting of the consequences to someone else, right? Making sure that you're you're being the integrity, you're walking with integrity, you're making the choices that God asked you to make in terms of like loving others and being kind and you know being generous and all these other things. Um, and then the rest, you just kind of need to try and let go of as much as you can. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That, that concept of beware somebody who has nothing to lose uh, and their comments about something, their opinions should weigh a lot less <laughs> heavily than mm-hmm, those who mm-hmm. understand uh, what I'm doing and, and what this could cost me. And, uh, and and then having that be the kind of weight that is involved in this sort of thing of of when Daniel's going, I, I, I think I know what I'm losing, but I, I can't control it anyways. And even if I had mm-hmm. it, is this what I actually want? I know that I think I want this, you know, but... I don't know. There's, there's yeah, some... and like I bet he could see that he'd been set up, right? Like it. Oh, for sure. And in that yeah. instance, it's like it doesn't matter what I do, right? Right? Because they're gonna I'm. Do they're gonna. Different they're gonna time. figure out yeah. how to get me into this situation, regardless. So why should I change what I'm doing now that I know is correct, that I know is keeping me close to God, and when I know when the outcome is going to be what the outcome is, I don't have control over that outcome. These people are after me for, you know, being in the position that I'm in. And so I need to make sure that I'm just doing what I know is right, because that's not going to change them. Even if I did stop praying for a month, they would figure out a different way to get me in the lion's den. So it doesn't matter what I'm doing because I'm going to end up in the same place anyway. Yep. So it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Um, good. Anything else? I think that was it. Okay. So next week we start our Advent series, uh, which I know is technically a little bit late. This was yeah, the first this Sunday. This is the first Advent. Sunday of Advent. Yes. Um, so, but it would just, when we had a little bit of a schedule mishap thing, and so it, this is the best way to make it work. My mom is going to be here kicking off our Who's Advent studying? series. Which you is, like to have her come. I do. Off this is a good. This is always a real natural because when I think of my mom, I think of Advent. She was always a huge proponent of kids gather around the kitchen, you know, the the uh, the fireplace or the the table or the couch. What am I looking for? I'm looking for living room, couch, living room. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Uh, we're gonna light candles. We're gonna talk about anticipation, waiting, and you know, all of that good stuff. And so uh, this is this is my mom, uh, like swinging in her sweet spot. And yeah. so um, we always Advent was always a big part of my childhood as well. Yeah. That's good. So we did it at dinner. We, we don't did. even try and like come up with cool stuff 
in terms of names for the series. It's always just straight Advent. Advent. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's good enough. Uh, we do. And uh, so that series will lead us up to the, let's see, the, this Sunday's the 5th, 12th, 19th. Um, and then we will, so it's like, I guess it's a three part series yep. and then, uh, Christmas Eve. So it's kind of four parts cause we'll, mm-hmm. we'll finish it on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas Eve is on a Saturday this year. Nope. It's on a Friday, Friday. by when I say Saturday, I mean, what I said, it was Friday. I just, my <laughs> accent makes it sound like I said Saturday. <laughs> um, there is no service on that following Sunday. Correct. On the 26th. Uh, on, well, see, well, that makes it Saturday then. No, the 25th is Saturday. Christmas Eve is the 24th. Oh, oh, that's my issue. Yes. Because <laughs> I knew it was the 26th because I just sent out a schedule for our video transition stuff. Yes. Christmas Eve is a Friday. Christmas Day is a Saturday. No service on the 26th. You just opened all your gifts. You're going to want to play with them, do all fun stuff. And you have family in town. Plus, you don't want to hang out with me the day after Christmas. So uh, that Sunday's off. We're back on June. Sorry, June. We'll be back We're going to take then. six months yeah, off. Yeah, six months off like we always do. Uh, no, January 2nd, we'll be back. That's our schedule, 5 and 6 p.m. for our Christmas Eve. Yep. Uh, hopefully, that's that's what our Christmas schedule looks like. Mm-hmm. So um, just so you're aware and doing that. So yeah. let's jump into our something interesting. Let's do it. You got something for me? I do. Um, that's I. It's like a little, it has a little audio clip, and that's what started playing accidentally. I like clicked this link. Anyway, yeah. um, so you may be aware that some strategic reserves of liquid have recently been released. Have you heard that in the news? Uh, oil was yeah. released, yes. Well, there is another liquid gold that has also had to have a strategic reserve release, and Ooh. it is Canadian maple syrup. Oh, interesting. Okay. And they had a shortage this year. They're the syrup tapping season. Tapping season? I think that's what it's called. Um, if not, I'm the making it up. trees were like, we're overworked. No. We don't have enough employees. It got warmer sooner, and so oh. they are. They think that the season is shifting earlier because it's getting warmer, um, and so they're going to have to shift their... Production. Pr- their, like, tapping time, and so... Um, anyway, they were short quite a bit this year, um, and so... But they have... There's, like, a whole... The Quebec Maple Syrup Producers, it's a whole group... Because um, Quebec is produces nearly seventy percent of the world's maple syrup. Holy smokes! Um, with the U.S. being its biggest client for the sweet stuff. So, um, and apparently this year's producers, um, so they got less, and then demand went up twenty one percent worldwide. So anyway, all that to say is they had to release some. They have a stockpile. Um, for these kinds of situations, and so they had to kind of get into their stockpile a little bit. And do, do you uh, are, do you buy real maple syrup? Uh, occasionally, but not often. Okay. My sister and brother in law. Do, do, do you eat syrup? Do you not? I'm not a huge syrup person. Okay. I do occasion again occasionally, but not. I like honey on my pancakes, so I'll do like oh peanut gosh. butter and honey on my pancakes. That's not. I mean. That's ridiculous, man. Okay, well, you don't have to eat it. No, I'm not the only <laughs> one. I just got a text. Everyone listening to this podcast thinks that that's a ridiculous False. assumption. <laughs> Honey on your pancakes. It's delicious. Oh, man. Okay, well. Um, I mean, sometimes I do We syrup. have two syrups in our house. Okay. One is for me. And is the it the other fake one? one? No. <laughs> One is the real one because it's the only. Uh, that, come on, that's yeah. like also, Costco real maple syrup. It's really expensive, so is that why well, it's the one for it's, you? Well, I 
hey, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for all whatever they want. They yeah. actually say that they prefer the fake stuff, which oh, I okay. just can't get behind. I just don't believe it. Okay. It's just high fructose I corn syrup. I definitely That's all it prefer is. real maple syrup yes. to Thank the fake you. stuff. Yeah. So, like, definitely prefer that. But yeah. I don't put a ton of maple syrup. Well, I'm glad we just bought a new one from Costco, nice. so I'm glad we just did because it sounds like <laughs> they might be getting more expensive here soon. I don't know. They, I don't think so because they had enough stockpile to like, yeah, um, make it okay. But yeah, which was, which is the point of your talk? I, yeah, I exactly. Get it. <laughs> Listen, geez. No, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm saying the prices go up, so they adjust. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, what's yours? Mine is a new spot that my wife introduced me to. Oh. So I have to give her credit for it. And I think her sister, in, you know, told her about it. So uh-huh. there's a, a new coffee shop, co- new coffee joint. Okay. The Coffee Cup, Cozy Cup. It's called Cozy Cup. That's what it's called. <laughs> cozy Cup Coffee. The first <laughs> two letters are K, Cozy Cup. But then they wisely chose a different letter, the regular letter for the well, coffee that's part. that's probably smart. That is very smart. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's over on Keene. Okay. So like over by uh, Amy's Bridal, which is now Rose uh-huh. something Bridal. Sure. I don't know, whatever that is. Uh-huh. Bethel Church, all that kind of stuff yep, right yep, there yep. on the drag. Um, and it's a cool, fun hangout spot. And it's decently priced coffee. Nice. And whenever I've been in that Queensgate area, to be honest, I think that that Starbucks there is just a horribly designed layout. Oh yeah. The one right on one. the corner. It's weird, narrow, and mm-hmm. it's, there's never any good seats in there. Mm-hmm. If you work there, I, I'm so sorry. I'm sure the drive through <laughs> is fantastic. Uh, but that's not, uh, a yeah, great I think that that was spot. designed to service the drive through primarily. Yeah. Um, so if I've been around there, you, you'll know around there is also target, uh-huh. uh, Ross, uh-huh. Uh, TJ Maxx. Uh-huh. My, my wife, it's like a second home, basically, is where she lives <laughs> over there. And I can go and handle that for a little bit. And uh-huh. then I usually am like, hey, I'm going to go read or go like to get some work done somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then, but there's just it hasn't been a great spot. And this new spot, Cozy, Cozy Cup Coffee, has been, nice. it's good. I like it. It was, good. the layout's fantastic. Uh, Obega Open, I've been there like tw- two or three times now, two, twice maybe. And I haven't ran into anybody that I know, which <laughs> when you're trying to get work done or read is really nice. Yeah. Like yeah. I really like Indaba um, over by uh, Costco. Mm-hmm. Um, and their, their coffee's the best. But mm-hmm. I run into too many people I know yeah. and I'm just not productive. Because yeah. I'm like, hey, what's happening? What's yeah. everybody doing over here? <laughs> what are you working on? Right. <laughs> and then I'm like, look at the time. I got to go. Uh, and that's not always great. It's great for the social game. Mm-hmm. Terrible for like pro- productivity. Yep. Uh-huh. So I need to find holes in the wall. And I feel bad now that I'm announcing. Yeah, you just I shouldn't it. be announcing this. Yeah. But I'm sharing wisdom with people that I love. <laughs> if you see me there, I'm trying to get work done. No, right. just kidding. Just leave me the heck no, alone. No, come say hi. <laughs> I will pointedly ignore you yes. if I see you in Thank there, you. Ever. Just give me a head nod. <laughs> and then, no, I'll just like shield my eyes and, then and get your not coffee make eye contact and with you. Move along. <laughs> just kidding. No, it wouldn't work because you'd be like, Megan, Megan. Uh, oh, for sure I would. <laughs> yeah. This is like partly me telling you so that I don't go there and not know anybody forever. I want to know somebody. Uh, no, I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, uh, I, uh, that'll do it for this yeah. week's episode. This Friday night, if you're listening to this, it's uh, dropped on a Wednesday, and you listen to it within like you know 48 hours of release or whatever. Good for you. That's the best way to listen to these. Um, on Friday night, we are hosting a family movie night in the elementary side of the theater. We are showing a movie. We made a shift. We made a change. I made an oh. executive decision. I saw a fantastic movie, and I want to share it with you. It's called 8-Bit Christmas, uh, and it's Wait, better what than is it called? Home Sweet Home Alone. Home Sweet Home Alone is what we were no, originally no, no, no. going to show. What's the other one? 8-Bit Christmas. 8-Bit 
Christmas? 8-Bit Christmas. Okay. It's like a, the number eight. It's almost like a remake of the Christmas story, but instead of wanting a Red Rider BB gun, he wants a Nintendo gaming system. Got it. And so if you like grew up in the like late 80s, early 90s, like it, it's really good. And even if you didn't and you're like a small kid, it's funny enough. There's enough humor in it. Mm-hmm. But it's got enough for the old people who are probably listening to this podcast <laughs> to say you're not going to like want to poke your eyes out That's watching good. this family That's movie. Good. So um, come and hang out with us and we'll have popcorn and peppermint hot chocolate. And- nice. Uh, the movie starts at 6.30. So Friday night, 6.30 at the elementary theater. There's no need to register. Their tickets are nothing. It's free. Just show uh-huh. up, bring a friend, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. And like we said, the new series starts on Sunday. So Advent. Woohoo! That's it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.